Coming up on 5-Minute News. No charges for police officer who executed Amir Locke. Dan Scavino and Peter Navarro held in contempt of Congress. And FDA to decide on strain for COVID boosters by June. It's Thursday, April 7. I'm Anthony Davis. Prosecutors in Minnesota declined to file charges on Wednesday against a Minneapolis police SWAT team officer who executed Amir Locke while exercising an early morning no-knock search warrant in a downtown apartment in February. 22-year-old Locke, who was black, was staying on a couch in his cousin's apartment when authorities entered on February 2nd without knocking as part of an investigation into a homicide in neighbouring St. Paul. Prosecutors said body camera video showed that Locke pointed a gun at Officer Mark Hanneman, justifying his use of deadly force. Locke's family have disputed that, arguing that the footage suggests Locke was startled awake and that he grabbed for a gun that he was licensed to carry. Locke's mother, Karen Wells, said she was disgusted by the decision. At a news conference in New York with attorney Ben Crump and civil rights leader Reverend Al Sharpton, she vowed to keep up pressure on Minneapolis city leaders and spoke directly to Hanneman. Locke was murdered seconds after officers entered the apartment. The body camera footage shows that Locke was holding a gun before he was shot. Attorney General Keith Ellison and Hennepin County Attorney Michael Freeman, whose officers reviewed the case, said Locke might never have been shot if not for the no-knock warrant. But they said there was insufficient evidence to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that Hanneman violated the state statute governing when police can use deadly force. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Frey announced an immediate moratorium on such warrants, and on Tuesday he formalised a new policy requiring officers to knock and wait before entering a residence with limited exceptions. Locke's family was angry that police initially described him as a suspect, which police later said was a mistake. Black people who account for 13% of the US population accounted for 27% of those fatally shot and killed by police in 2021. That means black people are twice as likely as white people to be shot and killed by police officers. Former Trump advisers Peter Navarro and Dan Scavino were held in contempt of Congress on Wednesday for their months-long refusal to comply with subpoenas rendered by the House Committee's investigation into the January 6 attack on the US Capitol. The two men became the latest members of former President Trump's inner circle to face legal jeopardy as the select committee continues its more than nine-month-long probe into the worst attack on the Capitol in more than 200 years. The near-party line 220 to 203 vote will send the criminal referrals for Navarro and Scavino to the Justice Department for possible prosecution. The contempt action follows hours of statements on the House floor as Republicans stood by Trump and charged that Democrats were trying to politicize the attack on the Capitol by his supporters. Republicans Liz Cheney and Illinois Representative Adam Kinzinger, who were both on the select committee, were the only Republicans who voted in favour of the contempt charges. 
While pursuing contempt charges may not yield any new information for the committee, any prosecutions could drag on for months or years. The vote on Wednesday was the latest attempt to show that witnesses will suffer consequences if they don't cooperate, or at least appear for questioning. It's all part of an effort to claw back legislative authority that eroded during the Trump era, when congressional subpoenas were often flouted and ignored. Top U.S. Food and Drug Administration officials on Wednesday said the agency is aiming to decide by June whether to change the design of the COVID-19 vaccines in order to combat future variants, even if it does not have all the necessary information to measure their effectiveness. Peter Marks, director of FDA's Center for Biologics Evaluation and Research, conceded that future COVID booster campaigns likely need to be less frequent. The FDA recently approved a fourth round of shots for older Americans. The panel of outside experts was convened to discuss how and whether to use additional vaccine boosters after data from Israel showed a fourth dose lowered rates of severe COVID among older people. The FDA said it was hoping next-generation vaccines would be able to tackle multiple variants. The advisory panel did not vote on any specific vaccines, but the agency said their discussions could help forge a strategy for future use of booster doses. Many of the outside scientists raised concerns that the agency's preferred timeline would not allow manufacturers to run full trials to generate clinical data on a new vaccine's effectiveness. They may instead have to rely on comparing immune responses generated by new vaccines to the old ones. Data presented to the panel showed that current vaccines lose much of their effectiveness in preventing infections from the Omicron variant of the virus, but were better at preventing severe disease. A fourth dose of the Pfizer vaccine lowered rates of severe COVID among those aged 60 and older, but offered only short-lived additional protection against infection, the study from Israel released on Tuesday found. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world's news daily. We often hear about the individuals who took the oath of office to become the chief executive. But what about the other people who play a role in each administration or the events that may not be as well known, but that contribute to the reshaping of the office of the American presidency? On the presidencies of the United States, we explore each administration beyond just the person holding the highest elected office in order to better understand the history that brought us to the modern day presidency. I hope you'll join me on this journey through the annals of presidential history. Presidencies can be found anywhere fine podcasts can be found and is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.